Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bits and Caffeine. Back with another bite-sized weekly. Today, we'll be going over some news that Alex has brought to the table, some gaming news that I have brought to the table. And then, what everyone's been waiting for, we have a guest star for our first, well, basically our first ever guest star. Yep. And they'll be bringing their own host trials to the game. I think we'll be kind of working with getting more uh, guest stars on just to kind of on our horizons what do you think Alex? Makes sense. yeah no i like the idea yeah i think um i don't know i don't know much about this game that we're going to be playing later uh i, I do know that you've kind of like kept it under the radar as you normally do so i'm i'm a little excited about that i obviously we've never had a guest star so it'll be interesting in and of its own so yeah yeah we use this software called riverside to record all of our audio so we're gonna try running it with another person which actually honestly riverside makes it extremely easy to do so so we'll see what happens anyways what have you brought to the table for this news segment alex all righty uh i got a few a few different things i'd say there's kind of like four different news segments one that's probably like my favorite of all of them and one we'll probably talk about the most uh, the first one, um, and this one's this one's probably like one of the smallest ones. So you know, obviously, you know Linux. You you've worked in it in a while. Have, have you? Do you use that often for your own work currently, or, or like at all? I do not use it for my current work. No, I know okay. of like areas where it could be used, but we don't really use it too often now. Okay. Um. So I know, but okay, you're familiar with the sudo command, correct? And it's kind of a random yeah, question, of but you're familiar with that, okay? Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a Linux, but also a Mac OS um, like terminal command that obviously Windows just has never had. And um, but apparently in Windows Server 2025, they're going to be bringing that over as something that you can actually use in the terminal. It's not like it's going to be uh, any game changing thing because at the end of the day, you can, it's pretty much like running an administrator. But uh, they will be bringing that over so that you can you know sudo into. Uh, the root, which I think will be kind of interesting, um, and just like if you're if you're in Windows Server 2025, I don't think I don't think most people have a Windows Server 2025 or will have that. But like you know, it'll be um, its own interesting thing, and maybe also potentially bring over some security side effects, which uh, we'll see. I don't know. It'll be it'll be new for Windows. Oh boy, I cannot wait. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you you work with Windows servers, right? Maybe. Perchance. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do work with okay. Windows servers. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so that might be something you'll experience in like a few years. I don't know how. I don't know how up to date your servers are and stuff like that. Are they pretty? Are they pretty up to date or no? That's not an answer for me. I would not know. Okay, fair enough. I know. <laughs> I think one of the, one window. I've worked with the Windows Server two thousand three, which was intentional because they wanted to back when when we were working in school, they wanted to give us something that was not very secure. That was hard to secure. So that's why we worked with that. But I haven't worked with any relatively new servers much at all, aside from like occasionally at work, but never really something that I'm doing mostly Mm -hmm. kicking in for something else. But, um, but yeah, that's, I just brought that. I saw that and I was like, I figured that was kind of interesting. Could maybe, could maybe become like a security issue or, or maybe just like a security question in the, coming years when that uh actually comes out because 2025 is still a little bit away so yep that's uh yeah that's so that wait, one. what was the reasoning for it like why are they bringing it over i don't oh, think you I brought no that idea. up at all no no honestly I, I have no idea they didn't say anything they're just bringing it over to bring it over which i guess i guess kind of makes sense because we don't really have i mean there, there's ways i think to get to like the root access basically in windows using uh using commands but sudo is like this you know, everyone knows sudo. If you know Linux, if you know Mac OS, it's like, it's like the first thing. It's one of the first things you do if you're trying to do something from the root access. So I think it's it's just kind of interesting since that's it's just it's never been a part of Windows, and now it's going to be, you know, probably. I mean, I don't know if it'll be used that often in Windows Server 2025, but it's it's never been a part of Windows. So moving forward, I'm interested to see how that goes. So, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, I have no idea. I no idea why they did that. No idea whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's just interesting. I don't think they're going to be calling over any Linux users to Windows. That's not happening in a million years. No offense nah. to li- Windows, but yeah. Linux users are very particular and don't want to switch over. That's the whole reason yeah. they're doing Linux to begin with. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, so I'm not too sure about that one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. So this next one's kind of this one's kind of interesting. It's also kind of small, but um. Okay, so apparently, I think this is in South China or Hong Kong or whatever. Uh, 
um, a company lost twenty five point six million dollars because of a deep faked conference call. That's like the that's the the start of the the start of the statement. Essentially, it's happening. One of, <laughs> essentially, one of the employees was brought into a group video call, which they thought was full of their coworkers and company officers, including their CFO. But it was deep faked. It was all deep faked, and it got them to like this employee got scammed, and the company lost twenty five point six million dollars because of it. Deep fake, well, a deep fake video call, not not a video, just a video a, a full on video call. We knew this would happen eventually. Yeah, that's pretty crazy though. How much money was lost and just like that's 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 impressive. I mean, it's impressive. Did they catch the guy? Up. Uh, no, it was probably multiple people, but I don't think they caught him. And that's I think this just happened. So, based. yeah, yeah. But I yeah, don't recommend they, anyone doing that, but base. <laughs> well, obviously, we don't recommend anybody doing that. But um, but yeah, it kind of just ends off the like the quick basically like tweet level statement of like this sort of fraud will only get worse which it 100%. will yeah as, as crypto scams on youtube and blackmail using deep fake uh, other things um that i cannot say on this never mind i almost said a word i can say on this with streamers nowadays they already deal with um people putting their faces into pornography so it's not it's not like out of the realm to be like oh i'm gonna fake a conference call like that's gonna happen that's gonna happen yeah. with everything else it's there's not much we have in the way of legal jurisdiction to stop it. And honestly, it's the internet. The You're not be able to, no legal stuff is going to stop it. All they can really do is put out a little post being like, hey, this wasn't us. This is fake. Here's the proof. But by that time, with the market... Um, the and damage has already been done. Yeah, stock-wise, they hear one thing. They don't question it. They'll they'll take their money out real quick. So yep. it makes sense that that would happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting and te- kind of terrifying, honestly, with how much, uh, you know, how, 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 how we definitely knew that was coming. But like, you know, a, a full on deep fake conference call where you genuinely believe that that was the, uh, you know, your, your company officers telling you to do certain things. Uh, genuinely just terrifying. Yeah, that's that's kind of the reason I brought that one up. Um, next one we've got. Uh, this one's also kind of kind of another small one. Uh, apparently, there was another um, another meeting in the Senate. This one's not about AI, but this one's about um, kind of just like bringing all of the tech CEOs and trying to uh, trying to do a little bit more with um, child safety on certain uh, social media platforms, etc. So, like Meta, obviously TikTok, Snapchat, Discord, etc. I think Discord was on, yeah, yeah, Discord and X and stuff like that. So, essentially, they they held they held this uh, this meeting. They kind of brought it before this isn't new nor will it be the last time they do this but um yeah just kind of um not that i not 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 saying that i think it's interesting per se i just think it's you know this is something that's been going on apparently since 2017 these meetings kind of just uh you know these backlash that these companies are getting because of uh issues with um you know child safety and stuff like that between bullying grooming extortion and and other stuff so yeah, I mean, at the same time, we're back to the same thing where I don't, it's going to be insanely difficult to legally do stuff with that when it comes to the internet. It's the internet. It's going to keep happening over and over again. Nothing's really going to change. That's the problem. Yep. And they have to step into an area where they don't know and they're trying to figure it out. Not even the people that made the software can fix it. Exactly. Now, yeah. there's probably ways to fix it, but the question is, do they want to fix it? Because True. in the long run of things, that's just going to cause more problems for them. Yeah. So I mean, I, it's always. I mean, that's always been a problem with Discord that I'm aware of. People talk about, but um, mm-hmm. that's, not much that's you can do that, about it. That, yeah. yeah, there's a whole area to that. You can just report, and that's about it. Yeah, and the software has to do what they do. But once, I mean, it's all down to like Discord, Snapchat, Instagram. When they get these reports, what they do with them, no one knows what they do with them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the 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 point that the Senate's trying to do here. They're just trying to hold the owners. They're trying to hold the, um, you know, the CEOs. They're trying to hold the companies accountable for the stuff here to make sure that they're doing as much as they can to prevent, you know, child harm, to prevent bullying, grooming, and stuff like that from happening on these applications. But, you know, it's only so much they can do. And there's, you know, obviously the question of how much are they actually doing behind the scenes. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't was think, different. I don't think any, um, I don't think any software that I am aware of 
has a positive rep for being against that stuff or showing that they yeah. actually do stuff about it. Companies will show they do stuff about it, but nobody actually has a positive rep on it. So, yeah, kind of yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it, it is it is difficult to do, and you know, question about how much they're actually doing. Uh, anyway, that's that's pretty much that one. Nothing nothing really else to add uh, to that yeah. one. And now on for the the one of my that's my favorite. Well, this, this obviously not not to say that those other ones weren't. I'm gonna continue. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, have <laughs> you heard of the favorite one? <laughs> um, you know the. Uh, have you ever heard of the Apple Vision Pro? It's something that came out very yes, recently. Yes, I am well okay. aware of the. I keep okay. seeing posts about it. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's something I kind of knew was happening since uh, because it's not really the first version of AR glasses to come out, and it was actually something I. Had, I was thinking about bringing up a few months ago, but it was never it was never that big. They were making AR glasses. It was hella cool. Um, you could essentially have this extra screen on, uh, but now with the, the Vision Pro, it seems to be it seems to be a point of where actual people are buying it now. And I'm wondering how much of the future this actually is. Um, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> it does. It does kind of look ridiculous, but I'm so, because Apple made it, and it's like. It might actually be, ironically, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of, I, this is, I, I'm not a big fan of Apple. I, I think you know this. I'm, I've never yeah, been the biggest fan of Apple. I don't think yeah. their products are bad. I just don't know. I just don't really like the innovation te- steps that they take and the stuff that they do with that. But this, this might change my mind to some extent on Apple. Not maybe, not entirely per se, but the Apple Vision Pro, I haven't seen that much, but from what I have seen, it's pretty cool. I, don't, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely got a lot of bugs. It's got a lot of flaws. It's still basically a beta at this point. I, I don't know how much it's actually released, but it's pretty cool. I won't lie. And I'm I'm wondering how much of the future we're actually looking at with this. Can I have a couple thousand dollars? I'll buy it. Test it for you. It's, it's thirty five hundred, right? That's yeah, the number I saw. Yeah. I mean, that's not that's not I'm terrible. Tempted. I, I, I it looks <laughs> it looks ridiculous, but I'm tempted. But it's really cool. It looks ridiculous, but it's really cool, and it's. It, and it's not perfect, but it's kind of well built from what I've seen. Um, and my my thought my thoughts on this because I was thinking about it like a couple of months ago, like I said. So you know how like if you go back ten years from now, okay, how many people were using Bluetooth earbuds? It was mostly, I mean, Bluetooth earbuds were mostly like a, you know a conference call, like a, a business person, like they're trying to be on a call while while they're on the move, etc. Like like it's not, it wasn't a very common thing to walk around with a Bluetooth earbud in your in your ear, you know, like ten years ago, maybe a little bit yeah. more, but around ten years ago, and now almost everybody has Bluetooth earbuds. So I mean, and and honestly, I think it, it was only really a few years where it went from basically nobody had them to. Most people had them, and I think one of the major parts, major reasons for that was the Air, AirPods Pros, and that makes sense. Or not the AirPods Pros, but the initial AirPods, and that makes sense. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm thinking that uh, the AR glasses they have kind of been a thing for a couple of years, but they weren't that popular, and they had a lot of bugs. I'm wondering if this is going to be that like step that takes for for it to be like that. You know, point zero zero one percent of people have this, and it's really cool to like. Half the population has it in two years. Has some sort of version of this in two years. I wonder. I um because because it's really cool. It's really cool. Like you can walk downstairs and you're still connected to your computer upstairs. Kind of technology plus more plus so much more. So yeah, I think I think it's just I think it's hella cool. That's that's why I brought it forward. It just looks stupid. It, it does looks, look it kind looks of ridiculous. Stupid. <laughs> but but at the same time, but I do want to try it. I would, I would love to try one. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, Apple I could, sponsorship. If you, I mean, forget the I mean, stuff I said about not liking you. I could technically afford it. Yeah, I, I think we could. Bo- we could both afford. afford <laughs> we could both afford it, but should we? No, maybe. No. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a bit and see what they think. But yeah, no. I just, I just wish it was a little bit more, you know, slim and not like big box on your face like VR headsets are. If they, um, my, my thoughts, honestly, given, uh, the way that, you know, just technology works in general and maybe not Apple per se, but if they get a lot of people looking at this, they get a lot of people buying it, they may make a slim version and it may be a little bit cheaper. What do you, what you, what did you see? What did you see? Okay. This is okay. The, I'm, uh, I'm probably keeping this audio in, but I'm going to send this image to you and see how you react to it. What is that? It's the, uh, Apple vision pros and the Dyson air purifier headphones. Dyson. The- what? <laughs> The future is now, old man. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's um, yeah. I'd never seen those headphones before. Oh, what else? 
Why is that a thing? <laughs> so stupid. Why would someone it really do it? It looks like you're trying to be like Bane. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um I I can confidently say, in my humble opinion, that the Vision Pro For the listeners, say- we are currently just pulling up <laughs> images of the Dyson's Air Purifier headphones. They look ridiculous because they have a little face mask on it that goes all the way around with the headsets. Oh, that's terrible. That's like is there is there like a mouth guard that you put in your mouth and then breathe through that, or is that like how does that like what's the inside I, I, of that look? I like? don't know. It's too hard to question that. I'm not even gonna think about it. All right. Anyways, that's, that's continuing fair. on. Anything else you have to add for tech news? Uh, well, okay, I'll just say this. Looking at the first video, the first image you sent, okay, with the headphones and the Dyson purifier, whatever, whatever. Um, Dyson makes headphones. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> looking at those, I will say that the Vision Pros look better. They they look a little bit better in comparison. So, you know, that's that. I'll leave it off. I'll leave it off on that. How does that work? <laughs> Why is that a thing? Oh, Jesus Christ. It shows you how it works on the thing. It, the air goes into the headphones I, I and then goes that. through goes, to their nostrils. But where does the carbon dioxide go when you breathe out? No, no, no. See? It's carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide. Uh, no, I'm carbon dio- Carbon. Oh, I'm CO2. CO2. It's just CO2. <laughs> it's just CO2. Call it CO2. 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 Yeah. The, it where looks does the like- CO2 go when you breathe out? So if you look at the bars, there's a blue bar on the bottom. I feel like there's probably an exhale thing right underneath it, and that's probably where it goes. Maybe probably. that would make the most sense. Okay, uh, we're gonna get, get this going with. I got three reports here plus an extra one. Um, Microsoft plans to launch uh, Starfield for PlayStation Five. I saw that coming. I'm not gonna to lie. The, that to makes the sense. surprise of no one, because no one is playing Starfield anymore. God, please enjoy Starfield. Stop playing games like Pal World and Lethal Company. Enjoy our game, please. You worked really hard on it. Hey, I'm gonna play Starfield again. I just I'm just waiting for like the weekend, which I have nothing else to do, and then I'm gonna spend that entire weekend doing it. That's my sure. plan. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's a little uh, drop in the bucket compared to what I got here. Report. This is a report done by the GameIndustry.biz. Wow, really, really legit name we got here. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. This is a survey done um, by a by Griffin Gaming Partners. This is a survey taken from five game studios. Okay. And it says 95% of studios are working on or aiming to release live service games. So screw the concept of a new game coming out every couple of years. No, we are working on one game. We're going to keep updating it, and you're just going to play this one game over and over and over again. We're not going to make new games at all. Who needs new releases? Who wants new content? No. We, you get new content for this game only. No. You want to play a space game? Well, guess what? We made a war game, so you're going to play that instead, and maybe we'll do a sp- space DLC eventually. Yeah, you'll, that's probably exactly how that's going to go. Call of Duty is just going to be the same game, and then it's going to go back into... Uh, you know, boots off the ground kind of technology, like you, you know, jetpacks flying around and everything. But it's still going to be Call of Duty, the same game. <laughs> Great! I can't wait. That makes me really happy. Yay! I hate live service games, or I love them by studios that have already created live service games that are good. But the studios that are just trying to jump on it just for the money. I hate. So, yeah, it's great. Would would one of those first ones with those be like Fortnite? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just wondering. What you would you classify oh, that as? RuneScape. You like? RuneScape. They okay. that was a live service game. RuneScape was the main one. Uh, but also looking at some of the other stuff, it looks like 66% agreed that live service games are necessary for long-term title success. That's probably true. I'm yeah, that makes sense. It, but I agree with yeah. that. I agree yeah. with that a lot. That's fair. Yeah. So I mean, it makes sense. Live. Uh, I mean, live service games are just kind of it at this point, and. You can make a whole company around one game. I don't blame yeah. them at all. I mean, if you, if you yeah. make that game big enough, and you add, if you if you actually add enough to that game consistently, then yeah, I think it's good. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't like Fortnite per se. I don't, I don't really hate it or anything, but they do, they do add enough, I think, to to keep it alive. And I, I think most people thought it was going to die a long, long time ago, and it is still alive. So that is a testament to how successful one can be. Uh, well, we'll skip it on over here. Speaking of live service games that make a lot of money, Tencent. Do you know who that is? I've heard that name, but you better no, know off who the that top is. of my head. 
Okay. I probably And I will say now for the record, do not roast Tencent. Do not talk badly about Tencent. I love Tencent so much. I love everything about Tencent. Please don't come after me. Okay. Um, sorry, I was just reading off something. Uh, okay. Tencent CEO feels its game business achieved nothing during 2023. So um, that sounds a little bit weird. Let's think. Who is Tencent? What games do they make? No, I, I, I really don't. No, Tencent is a Chinese holding company. They're a technology conglomerate, and um, let's take a look. They're the big. They're basically the biggest in China. Okay, biggest like tech um, company. Yes, in China. yeah, okay. they're huge in China. That's kind of why I'm getting to the fact of saying not talking badly about them. Uh, um, I see. Yeah, so it looks like from the looks of it. Let's let's go over a little bit of some of the games they own, or uh, some of the studios they have uh, invested with. Okay. Uh, just for the record, this is taken from an article from 2020, so it's a little bit earlier on, but it's fine. They probably have still own them. Riot mm-hmm. Games, it says that they own 100% of. Okay. So that's League of Legends. Yep. Valorant. Mm-hmm. All those nice little goodies all added together. Uh, from what I'm aware of, actually, it looks like Riot Games, a lot of their, um, from what I've seen later on or earlier on, um, it looks like they kind of had a little freak out and fired a bunch of people because none of their future projects were looking that good. So Ooh. that happened a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. Uh, Epic Games, they own 40% of. Okay. So Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fortnite. A couple other smaller games, especially uh, Epic Games Launcher, which I don't use and I hate it. Um, kind of going down the list here. There's an image of PUBG on here, but I don't see anything about PUBG. We'll continue on. Uh, Blue Hole. Oh, that's PUBG. Uh, okay, they, it says they own eleven <laughs> percent of PUBG. All right, that's that's not too bad. That's that's only a little bit of a foothold. Yeah, a little bit of a foothold. That's probably different now, but yeah. Uh, looks yeah. like they own. Looks like at twenty twenty they owned five percent of. Yeah, yeah that's five percent. Yeah. That's. Yep, Tencent will publish Ubisoft games in China, which caused its own fury of backlash over censorship, of course. Uh, 5% of Activision, I'm going to keep going, G- Grinding Gear Games, they have about 80%, which is like Path of Exile. Um, some smaller ones, let me know, I'm going to go through a couple of these, let me know if you've heard of them, alright? Okay, yep. Uh, Supercell. Yeah, well, obviously. Clash Clans, yeah. Alright, uh, Platinum Games. I don't think so, no. Not at the top of my head, at least. I'm not going to lie, I don't actually know any um, games that come from Platinum Games. I should have known that before I brought that up. If you, I mean, maybe uh, they I are a Japanese games. game studio that I've never heard of before. Um, okay. Going to their official website here. Bayonetta? What? Okay. What? That doesn't sound right. No, Bayonetta. Bayonetta 3. And then a couple other games I've never heard of. Okay. Um, let's see what else. We got Jaeger. Do you know what that is? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they... I know the name, but I don't think I know it as a company. Uh, looks like they made Spec Ops. Spec Ops: The Line was one of the games they made, which is a beautiful game, which was taken off Steam recently. So mm, if you don't no. own it now, you'll never get it later. And if anybody that doesn't have the game, I recommend trying to find a copy of it and playing it because it is traumatizing, and I love it. <laughs> You're laughing, dude. It is bad. You kill a bunch of civilians with white phosphorus. It's supposed to be like a scarring moment because you're walking. So, okay, I'm going to go through this a little bit. Um, I may censor this later. Um, In the game, you know where the enemies are. So you're like, all right, we're going to drop white phosphorus, which is is a war crime, by the way. Mm -hmm. They drop it, and it um, goes off, obviously, and you're walking through the wreckage, and you see a bunch of civilians, children, and adults all over burned to death by the white phosphorus and you realize you're like oh crap it's you screwed up and you have to walk through the entire thing and it's like it's all your fault so Dang, it's like that's it's yeah, great that the is, game's amazing that <laughs> is <I scarring>. <laughs> uh other <laughs> games they made was like the cycle which you can't play anymore because the cycle doesn't exist um Oof. let's see what are the ones we got here anything else paradox interactive sounds familiar i cannot actually think of what they made though i got oh. And the biggest one, which doesn't have any effect to this, what we're currently talking about, Paradox Definitive made uh, um, City Skylines. Okay. Yeah, I know that one. Um, and Prison Architect, and Stellaris, and Victoria, and some other games. One of the biggest ones they have is that they um, gave a 
decent amount of funding that isn't disclosed to Discord. They okay. own a big percentage of Discord, which I don't think is in relation with the gaming at all, but it's fine. So yeah, I mean, Tencent's not feeling too good that they made it. What are your thoughts? Do you think they could be lying? Wait, what was the actual... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so obviously Tencent is the big company. Well, what happened? What exactly they did feel they like say? They did not achieve anything oh, in 2023. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I... I I don't think any of those games made big developments in 2023. So, I mean, I guess maybe they're, maybe that's true. Maybe, I don't know. I'm sure they did some small things, but I don't know if they were not enough impacted too many people. Yeah. I don't know if it was enough on, by their standards. It's, I mean, it, I mean, gaming as of right now was kind of a little bit of a stagnant just because of how big a lot of indie stuff was recently last year. Nothing yeah. too big came from AAA studios that I can really think of. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, the biggest games probably last year were like later in the uh, later in the year. Starfield was obviously big. That of course didn't go to plan as much as I would have hoped, but uh, it was um, Baldur's Gate that was pretty big. Um, but past that, yeah, I can't really think of any like major major AAA games that came out. I mean, uh, there were more like big ones, but I don't think there were any like crazy big ones aside from that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not too sure, honestly. Yeah. Anyways, with that news out of the way, we're going to be going to quick break here, and then once we come back, we will have our um, lovely, lovely host join the join the show and explain to us the game. All right, and we call for dinner. <laughs> I would love for that to be in the recording. Me too. I would Me too. Love for that to be recording. Right. Actually, perfect. No, I heard it well over here, so I think it was good. All right, with that. We're going to be switching on a break. Do you have anything else left to add? Nope. We'll see you all soon. And welcome back, guys. We're going to talk <laughs> We're gonna talk about the, uh, the video game today. This is actually the first time we have a third person on the call. Uh, what's up, Randall? Hey. We've so, had um, multiple different people from in our gameplay join-wise, mm-hmm. but we haven't actually had anyone on the podcast. So this is testing this out. Randall is here for our host trials part of the segment, where we'll be going over the game that he has brought to the table. The mic is yeah. over to you now. So uh, I I'm bringing Hunt Showdown. Um, so if you don't know about the game, it originally started as a co-op multiplayer game. So it was up for like four people. It was just like a campaign thing set in um, Louisiana. So it was the same sort of game, but um, the the developer was Crytek USA. So they um, announced the game in June 2014, and then Crytek USA actually went under so the game kind of got shelved and they got sent wait, over wait, to aren't they the people that made crisis Isn't yeah this the same company yeah. that made crisis oh cool okay yeah. oh so, i know so, them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you'll probably know a couple of their other games but um essentially the game got sent over to their germany headquarters and it was shelved for a while um and then with the um the release of games like pubg fortnite like the whole um battle royale type of game they're like hey we have this almost finished game just sitting here why don't we do something with it and make it um something different so essentially what they did was they took took the game that they had and they rebuilt it to be a battle royale um but it's more it's more similar to um tarkov where like you have your loadout, you go into the game and you do something and you try and get out, or like DMZ and Call of Duty. So same sort of feel as that. So you're not like dropping in with nothing and trying to find stuff. Um, so it, it's a little bit different from those games in that way. But okay, so that's kind of the history of where the game came about from on the development side. But so for the game itself, it is set in um, 1895 Louisiana in like the swamps in the bayou um and the the backstory of it is there are these like supernatural creatures that you're going in and you're hunting and then you're getting their bounty and you're leaving so essentially they they call it 
the um uh what's what is it called uh pvpve or... no the the name of the the what is this thing called there so there's basically there's 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 a there's a supernatural being that came through a interdimensional rift there there's very being? loose yeah, yes, like there's Jack very the loose socks? no being b i or oh, I, oh. I thought you said um, bean i was like what, the, I was the like, back, what do you mean bean? the the backstory for this is very loose because it's like they kind of just created stuff and they're like all right now we have to actually explain why stuff is here um so there's a supernatural being that came through uh, a rift and started like creating monsters or more or less um so these monsters um live live in louisiana and then there's a secret society called the aha which is the american hunters association that basically goes in and kills supernatural things um so the the government basically calls on them to like hey come in and take care of this for us but it's it, it's not a very well organized company or <laughs> organization so basically um none of the hunters like working together so that's why there is pvp in the game is because there's different factions and splits in the aha itself because different hunters like team up in different like um factions um and and like all that is different is um explained in different things in the game so like there's there's like a a voodoo faction there's like a a christianity faction there's all these different like splits in it and that's why that's how they explain the pvp um yeah when i think about when i think about that kind of stuff the first things i'm obviously thinking about are voodoo and christian the two (laughs) (laughs) well those are those are just the the two examples that this gives um so but there there are lots of other um like factions and splits and that's like kind of what the different like dlcs in the game are is like the different characters and skins you can run with yeah, can we uh, can we talk about the DLCs real quick? Because that was something that I was looking at. <laughs> um, can you explain to me how we've gotten to the point of Hunt Showdown, where they almost have as much DLC price wise as Sims Four? Um, I honestly I don't understand either. But like, they seem to have a DLC or like one or two DLCs like every month right now. So like, they're keeping up pretty well with um, demand of the game. Like, I I can't even keep up with a lot of the stuff that they release. I, uh, I I said Sims Four, but I went onto the Sims Four uh, Steam page just to look. Uh-huh. Sims Four is one point two k for all of the DLCs. Oh my Jeez. gosh! Hunt Showdown is only four hundred. Only four hundred. <laughs> only four hundred. Yeah. No, I, I it's been picking up a lot of traction over the last couple years. Um, the game itself came out in twenty seventeen, I think. Um, and it was kind of it was kind of small. Not really many people played it. Um, but I think around like twenty twenty nineteen to like twenty twenty one is they started releasing a ton of new things, like they added more bosses. Um and like the DLCs kind of picked up from there. Um uh, so do you want me to like go over the bosses now or do you want me to like explain them when we're like in game and like we see stuff or how how do you want to do this? I think go over like a the I uh, the best way I think we would do it, because I've played a bit of it. Alex okay. hasn't at all. Mm-hmm. Alex has never heard of this game before. Yeah. I would assume. <laughs> no, uh, I've never heard of it. Uh, so, just go over a very light explanation to the point where we won't know what's going on when we get in. Mm-hmm. Makes for good clips. Okay. So, <laughs> that's all so there, there's different, there's lots of different types of um, mobs in the game. So, there, I'll just give you the names. There are the grunts, which are essentially just zombies. Um, okay. Armored. There's hellhound. There's hives. There's emulators. There's meatheads, and there's water devils. So those are the like regular monsters you'll see um, just around. Um, and then the bosses. There is um, the assassin, the butcher, the spider, um, scrap beak and Rotjaw. Rotjaw is like a mini boss, so it's only like half 
um, a boss, so you only get one bounty from them, where most of the other bosses will give two bounties. Um, I think that's all of them. Yeah, so there's only five right now. So originally when the game released, it was just the Butcher and the Spider, and then they added um, the Assassin a little bit later. Um, and then Scrappy. If, if I see the image yeah. over here, and that's that's pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah. so some of the some of the um, enemies in the game are from the the supernatural thing, and then some of them are creations of the AHA to like combat the monsters. Okay. So, um, for example, the the emulator was actually a the backstory on the emulator was a um reverend who got um like attacked by a bunch of people and then he basically went into a rage and murdered all of them um so that was the kind of the emulator um and then their 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 explanation as to why there's multiple of everything and why they like keep coming back game after game is that everything is cloned so essentially every monster is based on one thing and then it's just cloned thereafter. Um, except for the grunts. Grunts are just people that are turned into zombies. So grunts weren't created. They were kind of just a side effect. Um, and they just they started off as being called like the plague. Um, and then they're like, hey, why is this dead person walking again? And like, well, okay, what's going on? Um, so they're more of a side effect of the thing. So but all the other ones are like designed creatures that were created by either the the supernatural thing or by um the AHA to combat the other stuff. So the sculptor, that's what I was that's the word I'm starting to think of. So okay. the, the supernatural being, they call him the sculptor. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so gameplay wise I want to. I think this is the best way to kind of start this because Alex hasn't played it before. Okay. Gameplay wise, let's have Alex guess how the game works based on what you've explained <laughs> so far, and then we'll we'll grade it as is. Okay, so just just guess how this works. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just based okay, off so... of the images you're looking at right now on screen that yeah. you've googled, and then okay. based on how <laughs> Randall has explained it, kind right. of go for um... it. Okay, so I mean, obviously, I guess you know we, we will. He said like you started off as kind of like a battle royale, so I'm guessing like I'm guessing maybe we 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 go in multiple factions, multiple people, or whatever. Uh, like start in this one map. There's at least one boss, I guess, and the whole map is like it's got these uh, the grunts or these other others like lower characters mm-hmm. around it, uh, and the goal of it is to go in and whoever maybe whoever kills the monster wins or or whoever like gets out alive wins i'm not i'm not entirely sure how much battle royale it actually is but okay yeah that's 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 pretty close um basically you go in there is either one or two bosses um and they each boss drops two except for rothjaw will drop one um bounties and then you okay. have to extract with those bounties. So you have to go in, Got you it. have to kill it, you have to grab the bounty, and you have to get out without dying. Got so, it. so like DMZ. Easy. Which is why yeah. you mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Um, so each game, a full lobby is 12 players. So teams of three, um, four teams of three. Um, it, okay. could be, it could be solos, it could be duos. So like it, it's not locked to teams of three. So a lot of times what you'll see is... So there's an MMR system. When you're new, you start at three stars, and it goes all the way up to six. So a lot of times what you'll see in lower MMR threes, so like all of us are probably going to be like three MMR, and we're going to see probably some like five-star, six-star solos or like higher MMR solo players, which is really frustrating to deal with, but um, it's just kind of how it goes sometimes. So Got it. But yeah, um, as far as gameplay goes, um, all the guns and weapons in the game are based off of real life weapons that were around at this time period. Um, some of the modifications are like super niche stuff. Is like, yeah, that would probably existed, but it wasn't something that was on like a regular gun all the time. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's a 
um, a semi-automatic shotgun that has like a um, a a chamber on the side that like reloads the ammo for you. But like it existed in real life, but like maybe only like three of them ever were built. So mm. <laughs> so like so, stuff like that. Like it's all it's all realistic gun technology that existed in the time. Um. So and all the guns are based off of real life guns, and they all fire about how you would expect them to in real life. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. This is real. These are real. Don't worry. (laughs) It may be like, you've only seen one of these before, but it still works. Don't worry. Someone built uh, one, so it's here. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, kind of getting into the beep of it before we get involved with it, I think the the last kind of question I want to ask you is, do you like the game? And what what are your general thoughts on the game? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, um, obviously, because I'm bringing it up here. But um, there is a couple things that are just like frustrating in the game, like the the MMR things where like you'll see these solos and like during events. So they have events every couple of months where they have like special perks that you can get that basically makes it really hard to kill solo players. So that is probably the most frustrating thing where you like you kill a solo player and then there's a perk that's called necromancer where they can revive themselves and then they just stand up again and they have to kill them like four more times. So um, the way the health system works in this game is each hunter starts out with 150 health and that is either broken into 50 chunks or 25 health chunks. So every time you get downed, you lose one of those chunks. So you can get downed up to like four, three or four times depending on how many chunks you have in your health bar which mm. um means that you have to kill a solo player that many times before they're actually down Got so it. there are there are works of ways around that so like you can burn a body and that will um um burn their chunks down stuff like that so okay. yeah that's probably the only thing that like really frustrates me about this game but other than that yeah it's pretty fun but there, there's a slight learning curve of how to deal with the monsters in the game because if you don't um, kill them in the correct way, then you're gonna be hurting pretty bad. So, okay. um, I can I'll explain stuff kind of as we go once we're in the game about that sort of stuff. Sounds good. But well, I think with that, Alex, do you have anything left to add? What are your thoughts on this? I already kind of played it, so I can't really add much into it. My thoughts are there's definitely going to be at least one situation in which I think I kill something and then it gets up when I turn around and I'm dead. But like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. So, yeah, that's all I got. Well, I okay. think with that, we're going to go to break. And uh, we, when we come back, we will be done with the game and we'll be talking about it. So stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back to Bits and Caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Can't breathe. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, guys, welcome back to Bits and Caffeine. This is Host Trials. This is the second part. We just finished playing the Hunt Showdown. Or we we uh we we came back. Um. There's some bites. There's some sound bites that we probably, yeah, y'all probably didn't hear, but we all did. Um, anyway, the uh, we finished playing the game. <laughs> we got a few hours playing it. It was pretty fun. I'll um, yeah. Overall, I think I think it was a, a very unique game, very interesting game. But we'll get to that in a little bit more. So um, back to all the credits. <laughs> back to yeah. you, Rand- or over to you, Randall, since uh, you're the one that brought it up. So yeah. So uh, so. What'd you guys think of the game overall? Like the the feel, the pace, the theme. I think the pace was a little slow, but other than that, I I I'm not those those aren't my type of games, but I I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a it was a mess, but it was like a clean mess. <laughs> it, it was um, we played a couple hours with you, and then we played a couple hours by yourself. Just so we had people in our own elo as well for a little bit, because <laughs> yeah. somebody yeah. is way too high for us to the point where we're getting people that one I'm tap every elo, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're not. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah, that's the thing. We're not average. That's our problem. But uh, playing through it though, it was a lot of fun. I got some funny moments, and uh, yeah. 
It's just a mess. <laughs> yeah, it was a very unique game. Like, uh, it was it was definitely fun, but like, um, yeah, well, not really, but per se, but just like it's very, you know, it's it's very unique in, in like in how the mm-hmm. game style is. Of course, you I mean, have obviously to play we... the the fights out very slow compared to most FPSs, where you kind of can just run in and gun people yeah. down a lot of times. Where yeah. in this game, you have to play it slow and take your time. Yeah, which I think is kind of telling for the the time of like you know the year that it's supposed yeah. to be, which was like well, eighteen ninety usually... or something. Usually at this time period, you get one shot, and then you have to re- reload for five minutes. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yeah. so it kind of, it kind of, it, it kind of like relays that well, I think. Um, but also just overall, just like how you know you go in, it's like this big map. You've got mm-hmm. it's it, it's a person versus person versus environment. So you've got other people there, but like for most for the most part, mm-hmm. you're traveling the map. You're trying to find clues. You're trying to get to something. Um, but like you, you, you know, you, you, and you're fighting like little mini bosses sometimes, and then mm-hmm. you eventually fight the big boss. Um, but then you also do have to worry about other people that are trying to like, you know, uh, wait on you, like wait for you to like turn corners, stuff like that, because they hide in corners a lot with shotguns. Mm-hmm. I don't love that aspect of the game. I'll admit, yeah. but um, I think that's just yeah. kind of a, a thing that happens more in lower elos in the sense. game. But. Yeah. Yeah. But if you play COD, you should be used to people camping at this rate. <laughs> I play COD ranked is what I play mostly, and nah, not really. Unless it's like search. But even at that point I understand the maps and everything about them, so Yeah, yeah it's um I, I definitely so I am not or when it comes to most games, I usually play long range or medium range. Mm-hmm. That's usually my go to. But I learned very quickly that Using a shotgun and rushing people was my gameplay for this, and it worked <laughs> yeah. out very well. Well, yeah. the, the way the compounds are designed, you kind of either have to know the compounds really well or kind of just sit in corners with shotguns. So <laughs> There's a, uh, I, I know you haven't seen it, Randall, but there's a clip that'll probably go out of the actual video of we spawn in and start running around looking for mm-hmm. stuff, and as Alex turns a corner, another guy turns the corner, and they both basically yeah, kiss. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I start hitting him. He got a few shots in, but like, yeah, it was it was very. Uh, you just start I did not each expect other? to see. Yeah, yeah they yeah, both had knives out. So. I think I think he meleeed me. I think that's what it was. But yeah, like it mm-hmm. it it definitely caught me off guard because it was like basically in the first couple minutes. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was that was interesting. I was falling behind, so I I kind of just watched the whole thing go down. And then them knifing yeah. each other, and then their and then his teammate <laughs> pulled out a gun behind him and tried to get us, but he died pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the game is meant for four teams of three, so like 12 players. And usually when there's four teams, they can like all spawn in opposite corners. But when you're playing like duos or solos and stuff, and then there's a bunch of individuals in there, then a lot of people are spawning closer or more or less on top of each other, too, because some of the spawn mm. points are pretty close. Yeah. So. That's a little concerning, but still, I mean, it was still fun, and they weren't. We we wouldn't have ran into them if we were running a different direction. It's just kind of yeah how it went. That's, yeah, I mean, it, it made for a funny moment, and I'm not against that at all. I'm not against the close spawns. <laughs> yeah, it was still it was still fun to say the mm-hmm. least. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed when, it uh, when we were when we were playing like the lower MR or whatever it's called. Uh, we definitely ran across some players that were, let's just say, lost. Had had no idea what they were doing on like gunplay yeah. or on the map, so that was a uh, that also probably made for some interesting because because in one situation, Sky I think got downed in like one of our first games playing where it's just me and him, mm-hmm. um, and then like I I ran up to the guy and he like I I I downed him, I didn't realize he could get back up like he he got back up and then he just started like mm-hmm. wandering. Uh, but we did figure out like that it was a real person, <laughs> which we we thought it was a bot at first. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, how does I the just know if there's any bots in this game? How does the revive work? So there's a trait. Um, it's called Necromancer, where if you're playing solo, um, after you're downed, it gives you like a 10 second countdown. It might be five seconds. I forget the exact number. Um, where you just wait that time and then you hit the revive button, and you can wait however long you want to. So you could wait. 20 minutes if you wanted to or you could just stand up as soon as it lets you um so when you stand up it's it's the same as getting um revived by a teammate where you'll stand up with like 50 health um or whatever it is but there are also traits that allow you to be revived with more health 
So sometimes you can pair those together and then stand up and basically be full health. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I we got to the point where we would take people down and we would sit over their bodies for like a solid ten, like five to ten minutes, thinking that they'll revive. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. Lose track of time, so we're sitting there waiting. Like, come on, we like double tap them just to make yeah, sure they won't come back up. Taps there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you can you can burn bodies and you can put traps on bodies. Um, if you burn a body, then the chunks burn while they're dead, so that they'll completely burn out and then not be able to stand up anymore. Okay. So, yeah, we yeah. didn't see that option. We just double tapped in the head. <laughs> so yeah, shooting <laughs> them while they're already down doesn't do anything. So I, I didn't think so, but I, I was I was okay was with wasting the bullet just in case. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yeah, but it's um, it's definitely. Definitely a big difference when playing with normal players versus when we play with uh, I, yeah, newer yeah. players. The, the big difference is we get like people like that who genuinely just look lost on the map versus yeah. uh, the one guy well, that killed us all with a sword right. in, two, in like three seconds. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Like, there's so much going on on the map with like every single thing on the map making sound. Like all the different monsters that have different characteristics and like all are trying to kill you. Um, mm-hmm. And then just like how the map is designed and like what you're trying to do, and then also not try and make sound to alert enemy players to being nearby. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a lot to take in for new players. So there's definitely a, a bit of a learning curve where you kind of need to get a few hours in before you actually can like, all right, now I can just kind of play the game instead of trying to figure out everything that's going on. So <laughs> it, it, it's it's fun though. I enjoyed it. I, it yeah. Now if it is it a game that I would continue playing? I I don't know. I don't know. I, I it's a fun like it, game to play it gets with repetitive. friends. I usually just try and... I, I would never play it solo, because... That's fair. I, I don't like that culture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also... It's, it's Yeah, it's more fun to play with people. For sure. Yeah, I definitely think that I play with people and whatnot. I don't think that this is a game that... Because I, like, I... When I say come back to, I'm thinking like... Counter Strike, where I have almost three thousand hours in Counter Strike. <laughs> I like, yeah, I don't think you're going to put three thousand hours in this game. <laughs> yeah, no, I, de- I devote a lot of random time to things, but for mm-hmm. that, I, I said I have I'm almost three thousand. I'm at three point three actually right now for Counter Strike. Wow, but um, I don't want to know what your league one is. I don't know because you don't keep they don't keep track. There's got to be some kind of track. I, th- I think we did, like, a general calculation. I don't think it was Riot fully there. Riot keeps track of two years, and then after two years, they clear the servers. Yeah. I think we, we guessed somewhere around, like, 8,000 hours or something like yeah. that. that that's very, seems... very general, but, you know. That, 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 seems... that feels about right. Yeah. What's your name on League, by the way? <laughs> Why? Uh, so I don't. I don't want it on the, in the podcast world. Uh, I, I can censor it. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I'm good. Well, what's your name on league? If we Bravo? actually uh, do a league episode, maybe I'll I'll share that information. That would Hopefully, <laughs> that's kind of important. But yeah, no, I'd probably just go on a Smurf account actually, so you won't actually know my main account. Actually, that oh. would make sense, so that we probably wouldn't get played like picked with as a good player. So actually. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah. You would not want to but, play yeah. with me in my main account right now. Fair. <laughs> but back over to the game we're talking about. I, I definitely think that yeah. it's it's good. It's fun. It's nice to it's nice to play from time to time, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's a game I would hundred percent devote myself to. How do you how do you feel about like the unique gun mechanics, like how there's no bullet drop and stuff like that? That was a little bit difficult to get used to, but I do enjoy it. I uh, the reloading time made me lose my mind for a little bit. <laughs> how long yeah. it took? Did you? Well, there's there's perks that can help with that, like different things, and there's different what there's different modifications to certain weapons that make reloading faster. Um, or for like the Mosin Nagant, one of the one of the sniper rifles, if you try and reload it when it's half full already. You'll just put one in at a time, but if it's completely empty, you'll shove a whole clip in, and then it'll be like a lot faster. Yeah. Um, okay. So it, it just depends on what gun you're using, if it has a modification, and like how much, how many bullets are in it. Because if it's fully empty, the reload time is usually quicker. Um, but it just depends on the gun. So, okay. Did you Did you guys notice that the crosshair is not in the center of the screen? I did not notice that. 
No, yeah, I, I hate never noticed that, that. I hate that you just brought that up because now that's all I'm going to see the next time I play. It's about it's about an inch or so lower than the center of the screen. <laughs> well, that just huh, interesting. Funny. Yeah, I, I think I would. I don't know if many mind. games do that, but for the most part, I figured most games have it straight on in the center. Yeah, I think most games have it pretty centered. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the the decision was for that or like why they decided to do that but it's just a unique thing that i found it out might about be, it it might be so that they wanted to like because they found it easier that way to keep less of the gun off the screen or something like that so like maybe because maybe, those those are some of those are pretty big guns i think and take mm-hmm. a solid amount of the screen they probably didn't want them to take up more mm-hmm. uh maybe especially even while you're adsing so that could maybe have played a role in that to some to some degree yeah but I think the best way to kind of sum up this episode, though, would be, uh, Alex, what would you rate the game and your reasoning on why? Okay. Randall waits um, with I think breath. I'd give it a solid, <laughs> solid uh, seven, because I think it's definitely really fun and very, like, unique. And so maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more, but I'm not sure if it would fully be like an eight. So maybe like a 7.5. We, we make the rules. We might as well be able to put it, <laughs> throw in a point five there. Fair. Because um, it really is. It is fun. It's definitely... Um, unique yeah. in like a lot of different ways i'd say so yeah i think a 7.5 is pretty good and um I, it wouldn't particularly be higher because i'm you know I, i'd play it again for sure but i'm not sure like i wouldn't go back and play solo i probably and it probably wouldn't be like one of the first games that comes to mind for me but um but mm-hmm. i definitely would be down to play it again it's definitely not like you know a game that i'd rate like a five or something like that and would probably just never come back to sure. so yeah uh, 7.5 i think well, if we're gonna do that, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my rating just out of spite. I'm gonna give it a nine, a six point nine, uh, just for spite. Oh, you liked wise. it that much? Okay. Yeah, six point nine. Out, so just <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like it. I've kind of already brought up that I it's not something that I would uh, come back to often. Sure. But I, that's definitely a game that I would play with friends. But I feel like at the same time, it'll definitely um, yeah. With all these updates, there's definitely going to be people that'll be following this more than others. So yeah. it'll always have some kind of like sweaty player base, and then the yeah people that are just. I mean, to play. also right now there's the event going on, so there's a lot there's a lot of different things happening. So like when events aren't going on, it's a little bit more casual. Um, okay. So is there is it a like do they get a decent amount of players normally without events or? Because I, I had a I know that the player base the spikes a bit during events, but I couldn't tell you how much. Yeah, I just know that the game is. Um, I, I know that somewhat with the game, I've had a do- uh, dozen some people ask me if I have the game, so I know people play it. I get asked about it a lot. Okay, but I don't, I don't so... know if. They they usually average around like fifteen to twenty thousand average players at a time. Okay, that's um, that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah. So before the event, and I think I don't remember when the event started. Let me check. The event started. Um, it should December thirteenth. So before in December it went up to nineteen thousand. Before that, it was at sixteen thousand. October was twenty thousand. September was eleven thousand. So they're kind of jumping around in those numbers. Um, okay. Say so their peak all time is forty four thousand, and that was in June of this last year. Was there an event going on then? Probably. Okay. Yeah, that was the event that um introduced the um crocodile. The crocodile. Yeah. Which I don't think you guys got to see that yet either. Yeah, I don't think you ever saw that. I don't know what we saw. Ah, but with that, we're gonna end this episode here because we are going a little bit over time and I can only pay for so much storage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Randall, for coming on this episode. We'll hope to see you yeah, back eventually. We're just gonna have the same people over and over again every single episode. Yeah, you, you guys like... only have two friends, so yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you all so much for watching or listening. Uh, you can watch us on our YouTube channel at bitsandcaffeine.com. 
That's all of our link social medias and whatnot. I point down, like, check down below in the description. Yeah, guys, watch the video of the podcast. <laughs> watch our video. We're sponsored exist. by Spotify. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, thank you all so much for watching. Do you guys have anything else left to add? Uh, nope. Huh? We'll see you all later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.